Hey guys, Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. It's finally arrived, it feels like Christmas Day, Monday, June 29th. The gyms are back open, well some of the gyms are back open, including the one I'm working at, the ABC Gym, as well as my boot camp opens tonight, boot camp Castanac. Cannot wait to get back to doing the classes in person once again. I mean, it's been great doing the Zoom classes over the last couple of months, but you can't beat the, the in-person class as far as I'm concerned. So we've made a lot of changes to the boot camp over the last couple of months. And one of them that I'm going to be talking about today is why we've partnered up with Shape My Plan. And Shape My Plan, they're an Irish nutrition company that provide meal plans to people. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you are not a member of the bootcamp, don't hit don't hit the stop button just yet and move on to a different podcast. There's going to be a lot of information in this for you as well. Um, if you're going to do your own nutrition throughout the next couple of months. So with that said, I'm not going to talk too much about other things. We're going to get straight into it. What we're going to be talking about today is um, the booty camp diet we've done before, why I felt that worked, and also why I feel we need to change it up a little bit as well. Bringing in the shape my plan. The shape my plan breaks down into macro counting and calorie counting. So I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of, of both of them as well as uh, why the boot camp worked and why it wasn't too successful. So getting straight into the boot camp diet. And I've talked about this before on the podcast with my own transformation so once a year i would do a five to six week program where i'd go low carbs and that's pretty much what the booty camp diet is it's low carbs and slowly reintroducing the carbs but i would stick with the low carbs for for those five six weeks and what would happen when i'm sticking with the low carbs is first of all for the first couple of days it's really tough because your energy is zapped you just you just feel tired and the tired you got all the time and mood swings can happen i'm not gonna lie in that one and uh, i've i've lost the plot over like a, a lost remote control on a tv and stuff like that sometimes but not not extreme loss the plot but you, you do get used to it and then uh, by the end of the week by day four day five it just starts to click and you start to feel a lot better and with that diet i've always said for, for myself doing that it's like 80 90 of the time now i won't have any crisps or sweets or anything like that throughout the five six weeks because there's as much of a mental challenge than anything else and i'll stay off drink completely during those five six weeks as well i usually build up towards um the opening day of, of the american football season i watch my 49ers and let me tell you i have a fair few drinks and stuff on that one um like last year i, I think when i finished on the sunday i had i went like straight to a whiskey museum that morning then i was at a barbecue the afternoon and i had a few people over the apartment for a few drinks and stuff like that in the evening watching the 49ers they won their first game almost a perfect season for them but we won't talk about that right now because i get depressed again um, but my whole point is that i'd stick with 89 percent of the time and i have a little bit of carbs here and there but overall throughout the week i would have had less calories than i did before so most of the time i go from like 82 83 kg back down to a 77 kg and after doing it the, the five six weeks i'd just be low, uh, used to more low carb meals so i wouldn't have as many carbs in the meal which means i'm having less calories overall and, and that's why it worked for me and it worked for a lot of people what the booty camp one specifically did was it eliminated all carbs the first week it even eliminated dairy so it's a bit of intolerance testing as well and how you felt when you're back on dairy the second week um and then it slowly started reintroducing fruit and different things like that throughout the weeks once again i and i have to keep clarifying this because people take it up the wrong way especially listening to the first time it wasn't saying the fruit is bad or that fructose is sugars and that that's bad for you and 
You know, no one ever got fat by eating a couple of apples. It, it just doesn't happen. So it just, it took the fruit away just to, to completely limit what you could have to, to bring the car, uh, calories right down. And we had people like the first week would lose anywhere between five pounds up to 10 pounds in that first week. 10 pounds is pretty extreme, which wasn't a good thing. But if you lost five, seven pounds, great. And then in the second week, you wouldn't lose as much, if anything at all, because it's just, just balancing it out. Um, it's not linear uh, fat loss. So you might lose one or two pounds and it might slow down a little bit, but what we're doing with that was we are gradually bringing you towards something that's sustainable because week one of the booty camp diet is just not sustainable long term. So that that's what we're doing with that. The problem with it was that some people going low carb just didn't work for them. And the idea of going back to phase one, like I've talked to, I, I, I like a, we would restart the, the, the challenges every couple of months. And a lot of ladies would tell me, Sean, I, you know, Going through week one again just put my mind off it completely that I didn't want to accept. And I say, well, just go to week three then. And then they feel like they're cheating the system on week three by, by not doing the whole thing. Even though if you did the week three boot camp diet, which is just reintroducing some carbs, one carb meal a day, having some fruit, um, some dairy in there as well. I mean, that that's perfect. That's, that's eliminating a lot of processed food still. And you'll probably end up having less calories doing that diet than what you're on at the moment, especially if you feel like you need to go on, on, on some sort of nutrition plan. So that would still work week three, but the idea that like, I'm on week three, mentally, it feels like you're cheating. And if you're not home sent into the program mentally, it, it's not gonna work for you. So that's what we did in the booty camp diet. And I, we felt like it definitely worked for people, but not for everyone. And we were having some people saying, hey, Sean, I'm." I'm loving the exercise, I'm loving the program, but I'm actually doing something like like Slimming World. I had one or two people tell me, hey, I'm doing a Slimming World diet. And my reaction to that was, is it working for you? And they're, if they're like, yes, it is working for me. I was like, great, it's it's working for you. If it's something you feel like you can do long-term, regardless of my biases towards different diets, and there's some diets out there that I don't particularly like, I'm not saying Slimming World is one of them or is one of them, but if it works for someone, that's the main thing. If they're healthier on it and it works for them, great keep going at it what we've done with shape my plan now is they have broken it down into counting calories and macro counting and i want to talk about the, the calorie counting one first because i've definitely said before in the podcast i'm not a big fan of calorie counting and and the reason i'm not a big fan is if looking at it from using my fitness power a lot of people use use calorie counting they're putting in their own their own uh, meal plan at uh, their own meals and it mightn't be exactly accurate what they're putting in they might have slightly more portions like especially in dinners and stuff if you think you're having like 200 grams of, of some sort of uh, potato whatever it is and it ends up being a little bit more than 200 grams you still have 200 grams and at the end of the day you're like oh i've got 400 calories to play with i can have whatever i want here where you might have only had 200 calories to play with really and then you eat those 400 calories you're 200 calories over i think that made sense i think i think i, I, I cleared that one up so uh which shape my plan the difference is they give you the the, the meal plans from there it, it's based off um irish ingredients because it's an irish product so they'll give you the, the meal plan and you can chop and change meal plans for what you want so it's going to be a, a bit more accurate a lot more accurate than it would be if you're inputting stuff in, into my fitness pal pal so but i would be cautious that it's not 100 accurate always assume there's a 
a little bit more calories than what you actually have down on the on the app so if you if it says let's say it says 1800 calories assume that's 19 or assume that's 2000 and and see how you feel keep monitoring it from there because the last thing you want to do is think you're under eating and you're actually overeating um so don't don't go too low on the amount of calories that that you're going to have and when you first sign up to the app um what it's gonna have is you know put in your age, height, and it's gonna and your activity level, and it's gonna tell you how many calories you should have or need to have to, to lose weight from there. If you're not in shape of plan, those listening that are not in the boot camp, basically what I'd recommend you guys do is use something like my fitness pal, input what you have over three days and include everything. Like sometimes people have cappuccinos and they don't put it in because it's not food, yet it's 200 calories right there. A, a can of Coke could be two, 300 calories. That seems a bit excessive, a can of Coke, two, 300 calories. I fucked that one At least well over 100 calories, I mean. Jeez, um, a long time since I had a can of Coke. I haven't even looked at it. Anyway, back to the point. <laughs> like, if they don't, people don't include their fluids in calorie counting, and that could be a lot. Adding sugars into the tea, one, one two uh, sugars is not gonna be a lot. In your cup of coffee but if you're having five cups of coffee a day that's that's gonna add up that that's gonna add up you know that's gonna be two two teaspoons in each five seems a bit excessive but you know that'd be 10 teaspoons of sugar right there and then that you haven't included in your calories so you gotta make sure you're including that and um, like i said if you're not in shape my plan take your three days include everything into it and then see what that calorie number is and then take roughly 10 percent off it and, and go from there so with the classes coming back and with people back in the gym you're obviously going to increase your your expenditure your, your energy output which is great for losing weight so if you stayed the exact same right now um and increased your energy expenditure ideally you would lose weight and it's like that saying you know eat less move more and that will happen slight problem with that is that if you're eating too little you won't have the energy to move more so eat a little bit yet less eat a little bit less you're gonna be moving more with the classes but also say keep keep little goals in mind for making sure you move more so a 30 minute walking goal is perfect make sure you walk 30 minutes a day and that doesn't have to be one 30 minute block that could be two 15 minute blocks throughout the day or it could even be three 10 minute blocks like 10 minutes after each meal you have just getting out getting moving getting that habit in and what that also does is and this is one thing i, I one trap i've fallen into is that especially during the quarantine the last three months if i'm having a meal after a meal i kind of sit back and i'm like i just reach the fridge i get something in the fridge you know I'm, I'm just too too relaxed and I don't want to say lazy, but I'm like, ah, I'll grab a, you know, a chocolate bar or something. I got in that bad how I had to stop buying the twirl bars, you know, the, the, the single bars. I get like 11 in the pack for three or something like that. But I always have like loads of them in the fridge. And I got into the bad habit of like having dinner. And next thing I know, I'm reaching the fridge, not even thinking, just eating a twirl bar. Ah, this going nice after dinner. But then I'm having like, ah, geez, after lunch, I'll have a twirl bar. And I got to the stage where it was like, even like breakfast and stuff, I was having a bagel, having cheese. I'm like, ah. Didn't even think. Next thing I knew, it was twelve hours about a half nine in the morning. I'm like, they're gonna add up. <laughs> we want to pack last me two three days. I'm like that, you know. That's that's a hundred calories. That's an extra three four hundred calories a day that I was having just by having you know four or five different bars throughout the day, which was just 
insane on my part but had I had my dinner I'm like ah, going out for a walk I'll come back from a walk like right I need to do this my mind's preoccupied to do other things from there and walking helps me just burn an extra couple of calories just reset the mind do something proactive instead of sitting down after a meal uh, and get on with the day from there so I de- and I definitely recommend hitting having some sort of walking goal or even a, a step goal uh, having the 10,000 steps throughout a day and 10,000 is the number that everyone talks about it's but but make it specific to you for example if you're only walking 2,000 steps a day 10,000 might be a bit unrealistic right now so you might have to do 6,000 steps a day whereas if you walk a lot with work and uh, commute and all the rest you might be at 10,000 a day already without even thinking about it so you might have to go right I need to up this I need to do 12,000 steps a day so when I go home I'm not just sitting there for four or five hours I'm getting up and I'm moving uh, around and and keep going there the same process as talking about with the, with the 30 minutes a day keep moving it depends on your your current level and that's why I can't say to you right now you know have 1800 calories a day because you might be eating 3000 calories a day and then I'm telling you to drop 1200 calories to 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 like to lose weight like over 30 or meals that's one that's that's like your dinner gone just having breakfast and lunch each day for where you're at right now that's insane it's too much of a difference too much of a gap you're not going to stick to that Moving on to macros because we're already 13, 14 minutes into this podcast and I thought we'd be finished by now. So we're going a little bit longer on this one today. Um, macro counting. Macros basically just means macronutrients that your, your carbs, your proteins, your fats. Some cases your alcohol as well has to be included in that if you're doing macro counting as well. So when we talked about the booty camp diet, that was a form of macro counting in a way because it was uh, lowering your carbs. Obviously, we weren't like, we're on the booty camp diet. We weren't getting into the specifics in terms of numbers and having it lower, but it was focusing on your macros. So like the the carbs was probably like 5, 10, 15% of your daily intake. And through the program, if you focus on increasing your protein intake and had the, the percentages then similar for carbs and fats, eliminating highly processed foods, you're gonna see results. And, and you probably have to increase the, the, the protein to 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 make sure the carbs and fats are lower. You probably have to get rid of the processed foods, otherwise it's not gonna work in the program. And now it's gonna help you with your recovery from your exercise as well by having more protein. So you could do that and go with it that way to have more balanced meals throughout the day, which could definitely work for you if you hate the idea of, of having low carbs, low fats, or eliminating something. The problem with eliminating carbs or eliminating any food source is one you should always bring it back in some way but two if you're eliminating your carbs you're probably eliminating some vitamins and minerals and, and, and all the rest from there um like for example we we had grace on the podcast a couple weeks ago and she was talking about a plant-based diet and she was talking about increasing her protein but obviously she couldn't do that through meat products so sometimes she had to supplement and um like i'd have to go back to that podcast vitamin b12 is it I think it's vitamin B12 that she has to put in because she just lost that completely uh, without having meat products. So that's the problem with, with some of the diets. I'm not saying a plant-based diet or a vegan diet is a bad thing, but eliminating a macronutrient is going to eliminate some vitamins and minerals. And that could be a, a problem. I'm, I'm getting way ahead of myself as I keep talking right now. Um, 
Whew, where was I? Um, yeah, no, I just say at the end of the day, no matter if you're going macro counting, calorie counting, you know, lower carbs, bring them back in, no matter what program you choose, or even plant based, vegan, carnivore, everything, overall, the message is you are lowering your calorie intake throughout a week. Um, if the calories don't drop, you're not going to lose weight. That's it's as simple as that. If you, whatever your standard, we've all got a, a standard amount of calories calories in calories out where our balances and we're roughly the same weight each and every week if something doesn't change there um no matter you could have like the cleanest food the cleanest the cleanest plan in terms of no processed stuff no sodas no sodas no drinks or, or no fizzy drinks or anything like that um but if you had enough of them you know you you could still end up gaining weight it just helps with pro- if you get really processed foods you're gonna to have to eat a lot more to get towards that. Um, I'm just thinking. Yeah, one last thing I want to say before wrapping this up is that whether you're calorie counting, macro counting, low carb, whatever, I don't like the idea of being a hundred percent on that diet all the time. So whatever one you pick, make sure you're realistic with it. Make sure you build it around your lifestyle, and then try and adhere to it. 80 to 90 percent of the time if you're 100 percent strict to it you're 100 percent on all the time with a diet one is just going to get boring repetitive you're not accounting for life getting away or having a few drinks here or there or, or catching up with people going out for a meal and all the rest and having a bit of dessert that that shouldn't be a bad thing there's no like i talked a couple weeks ago about the podcast there's no good food bad food you you can make it all fit don't have don't be like thinking i have to be 100 percent on all the time because when you do fall off the wagon and you will and it happens to all of us you're gonna feel like absolute crap you're gonna feel like you failed and you're not gonna want to do it again whereas if you go at it with like 80 percent, i'm gonna be on track the other 20 percent, just enjoy life feck it you know if restaurants are back open again and a couple of pubs you're gonna want to enjoy them so uh go out enjoy yourself and then get right back track the next day over the course of a week if the amount of calories you have it's it, amount of calories you have if that's less than your, your standard level then you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna, gonna head in the right direction there could be some days you're having slightly more calories for example on those cheat days and it's not gonna matter too much over 24 hours if it's slightly over if the rest of the week is all under that's gonna average out as under so once two days a week doesn't matter if it's a little bit over rest them keep under so that overall number at the end of the week is lower so i like going by that rather than the end of each day because it's very hard to keep it at the end of each day if you're going to have a cheat meal here and there so make it sustainable make sure no matter which program you pick it's suitable to your lifestyle rather than someone on instagram saying the only way is to low carb the only way is low fat the only way is plant-based it's not they don't know your lifestyle what you go through no matter which one even like intermittent fasting that can work great for some people and then for other people if they're they're constantly in the go from six o'clock in the morning ten o'clock at night it's gonna be very hard to fit an eight hour window in there for them to eat what they want and then 16 hours of fasting so whereas some people on different shifts it could work out brilliantly for them the the bottom line is to wrap up this episode of the podcast find something that would definitely work for you go with it stick with it for the first three to four weeks no matter if you feel like you're 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 unsure about a week one week two 
keep going with it because if you keep chopping changing program after every week you're never going to find something you stick to you have to give it a chance you have to give time to let those habits form to let those habits build it can take anywhere from three weeks to eight weeks for new habits to, to form and take place so definitely go past that three minute three three minute three week mark on that diet see how you guys get on with that I'm going to wrap up the podcast right here because I've got a lot to do before my first session tonight in Bootcamp Castle Castlenock, including getting this podcast up online. Newsletter has to go out today at 5 o'clock as well. I missed it yesterday. We had a lot going on over the weekend. Um, I was down at ABC in, in Luke and they've, they've rebanded it, so we're sorting out the gym and stuff down there as well. So get back coaching tomorrow morning, which means I'm up at 5 o'clock in the morning. That is going to be fun after the last couple of weeks. But at the same time, can't wait to get back going into it. Hopefully, we're on the road to recovery, touching all sorts of wood. There's no such thing as a second wave. And we can start slowly getting right back normal again because uh, I, I will crack up otherwise. Um, thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Coach Shop Fitness Podcast. And that's it for me. Take care.